Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, we started out the show, Benny, earlier today. Oh, let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm your host. I'm Dr. Pat Basili, and I'm joined by my main man. What's up, Mr. Mr. B? Mr. B, smelling a lot better right now since we gave him some of the soap. Yeah, <laughs> I officially, like, took a bath in the studio, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I... Should. It's four in one. It's kind of cool. It does. It smells fantabulous. Mm. So it's lavender and rosemary. rosemary. Mm-hmm. Heal from within. Heal from within. It's Dr. Pat's peace power. <laughs> it's a peace it's power. Good, stuff. Literally. And yeah, thanks to our friends at the Oregon Soap Company. So this is physically a piece of your power? That's it. Well, you know what? There you go. You know, it's I, in my I, hand. I'm, I'm ready to give a piece of me Aww. to everybody. I, I'm ready to do it. Sharing is caring. I know. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I'm ready to each, uh, unleash, unleash my inner leader. <laughs> unleash it. Uh, you got me tongue-tied, <laughs> I think you even got me blushing here for a minute. Uh, Well, what we do on this show is we have fun. The other thing we do on this show is have powerful conversations. And I want to tell you, I've got Loretta Love Huff joining me here today because we are getting ready to unleash your inner leader. How are we going to do that? Well, wait till you hear this show. But we're going to talk about what this means for each and every one of us to understand that there is inside of us incredible incredible potential there is a leader you know there is you know you've led some things in your life the question is how do you focus that how do you get the best of the best from oneself uh loretta love huff joining me here today the dream leader for business she helps people and teams exceed their dreams yeah Exactly. She is an award-winning executive coach, consultant, speaker, and author, and is an expert in improving all aspects of business communication, including sales, leadership, team building, and conflict resolution. I have got a ton of questions for her today. And, you know, most of all, you get to see Loretta on Many of, uh, of television shows, Fox 10, morning show, radio across the country. And she's been someone that doesn't just get up and stand and have a conversation, but she's out there out there willing and ready to help all of us understand what it means to have that inner leader come up to the forefront and more importantly why it's important loretta thank you so much for joining us today yay for you yeah well thank you for having me this is really exciting it's like it's very exciting you know i made a statement and i said every one of us has an inner leader is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm glad that you said it that way because a lot of people think that they don't. They think, well, if I don't have the right job title, I'm not really a leader. And it really has nothing to do with that. It's all about, and we'll be talking about this this whole hour, but it's all about you know, what's really important to you and what do you want, what gift really do you want to bestow upon the world as a result of your having spent however many years you spend on this planet. How did you get in the middle of this? You know, I mean, I, I always love these questions. I love, I love to get sort of into a conversation with people such as yourself, uh, because, you know, here you are, 
You've got a huge message for taking it out into the world. And, you know, I- I'm just so curious. What happened to you to get you into this direction? Well, that's a great question because, uh, you know, given what you said at the very introduction, when I was little, I didn't think I was a leader. I was really shy. I was so shy. I'll give you a couple of examples. My mother um, was an avid bridge player, and she would have her girlfriends over a few times a year. They would rotate and go to each other's homes, and there would be maybe 16 of them playing bridge. Uh, and I was too shy to walk into my very own living room and say, good afternoon, ladies. It petrified me. Mm. I was really shy. I was so skinny at the time, and I kind of look back on that with uh, envy now. (laughs) (laughs) I was so skinny that I would be self-conscious in the summertime when I would go outside if I had both a sleeveless shirt and shorts on because it just felt like I was way too exposed. So my initial um, life perspective was not of me being a leader. But I also, as I grew up, I also did realize that I wanted to have more impact than I was having. Um, When I first started working, I would be sitting in a staff meeting. And, you know, I think of myself as smart. My parents thought I was smart. And I, I, you know, I'm pretty smart. (laughs) But I would be sitting in a staff meeting, and we would be discussing some issue or challenge. And um, I would think pretty quickly about, here's what I think we should do. But I wouldn't have the courage to say it. So I would sit there rehashing my idea, punching holes in it, making sure I could anticipate all the objections that I would get to what might have been you know, my good idea. And by the time I was about ready to speak, somebody else in the group would say, hey, why don't we do this? And it was my version from like four versions ago. And everybody would say, oh, that's a great idea. And I got sick of that happening to me. Because you know, at that point, I, I couldn't really say, well, I thought about that 10 minutes right, ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting how we come to be at the place we are. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had a friend the other day remind me that when I was a teenager, I stuttered. And, and I, and I kind of said, wow, yeah, that's right. I kind of did forget about that. But, you know, the point is, here we are today. And here you are. Um, and I want to just mention to everyone, please write down this phone number. You're going to actually need this phone number throughout the show because we're, we're not going to have enough time to give away all of the things that we have to give away during this show. But what we want to do is open up those phone lines for you now and make sure that you can call in. Uh, and let me just tell you what we're talking about. We have two copies of, of uh, Loretta's latest book, Leadership Without, Leadership Without Limits. Uh, and this is a book we're going to talk about today, Be the Best in Yourself. And then we have two copies of the first book that I know many of us could use right now, Six Keys for Dissolving Disputes. And then we have 25 copies of Leadership Gift, two audios, Leaders Who Transform People, Deliver Profit. So we've got CDs to give away, we've got books to give away, and the number you'll need to write down and keep trying to call is 1-800-930-2819 and tell Benny whether you um, want to have um, a copy of the book or if you want uh, copies of the Leadership Gift to Audios, 1-800-930-2819. Just keep let, me, let me just say that, the, to clarify, that the audios are MP3s, yep. so there's something you'll have to listen to on the um, computer. Absolutely. Yeah. And the way that They're we do... CDs. Yeah, sorry, we just MP3s are so... 
uh, so modern for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I didn't say eight track, okay? <laughs> but we're, the point is, we're going to get you this information. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. You know, let's talk about leadership for a minute. Um, and I know that you are an award winner. You've done some amazing things. How has quote the term or the concept or the construct, whatever you want to call it, right? How has that term leadership changed in the past 20, 30 years? Or maybe it hasn't. Well, no, actually, I think that's a, a, good, um, a good question. Uh, and I'd like to take a little bit longer of a perspective than the uh, 20 years, if I may. And I think it addresses uh, kind of the difference between leadership and management. So I want you and everybody who's listening to think about somebody that you think is a really good manager. And just let that person come to mind and some of the qualities or traits or behaviors that they have that make them a good manager. Okay. And then think of somebody that you think is a great leader and the qualities and traits and behaviors that they have. So since I'm talking here live with you, were they the same person? No, they actually weren't. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. Kind of shocked me there, did (laughs) you? And and people collapse those two distinctions. And I think to get back to your question, that for a long time as we went through the industrial age, that it was a lot about management, telling people what to do, making them do it. But as uh, we've progressed as a race of people, um, we've begun to value the individual, and that the individual is not just a cog in a wheel in some factory producing things that a robot is now doing, but that we have ideas and we have contributions. And so I think leaders now can tap into that and motivate and inspire people to do things. So I think of managers as people who um, make sure things are done right, and that leaders are people who make sure that we're doing the right thing. I totally get what you're saying. I mean, when you when you asked me that question, I thought of a, 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 a just an incredible man that I worked for uh, many many years actually, uh, and he was in a senior executive position, Bob Davis. And I think about Bob, and I think about the vision that he had, and I think about how he worked with us, and basically he would said, you know, this is this is the thing I see getting done. This is where we're going with this. And we don't look at him as if to say, please tell me how. <laughs> Honestly, he couldn't. And when anybody would say to Bob, okay, how are we going to get that done? He would just kind of look at them and say, you know, I know you can do it. Yeah. That's it. He wasn't yeah. going to say, this is how I see getting it done, because honestly, I don't think he had a clue. Mm. But that wasn't that wasn't the role he played. When we talk about what you have so wonderfully pointed out to us in your book, Leadership Without Limits, and I love the cover, by the way. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, that is very juicy for me. Good. You know, when I look at this and I think about, yeah, how do we do this? I wanted to ask you, where do we start? Can we be leaders without visions? I mean, and and does the vision have to be quantified? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll look at that question. We'll talk with Loretta Lovehoff for joining us here today, you know, an award-winning consultant, an amazing individual, and author of this book. And where do we start with the inner leadership conversation? How do we know? How do we feel? How do we be all of that? We'll be right back with the show. Get the picture. 
Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight, and the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Have you been longing to reconnect with nature? Yellow Bear Journeys is an eco-tour company that designs and guides tours in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope, strength, and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life. Journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm. Call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgurman.com, spelled R-I-C-H. G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich German will help you turn your dreams into reality. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfgoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. <laughs> that is Mr. Benny picking the most perfect tunes. <laughs> One day 
Brings you back to your yeah, old motorcycle days, I'm doesn't it? I'm telling you, it's bringing me back to a lot of things. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Basili's Road Crew. <laughs> Dr. Pat Show. Flank! Flank! <laughs> Bikes all over the road. It's yeah. the Basili Crew. Everyone get out of the way. Oh, there we go. Talk radio to thrive. Road by. warriors. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Did you see me the day that I dropped my Harley and started to like cry because I couldn't pick it up? But no, that's another show. But I said I was going to hold it on, you know, I know. hold on to it for you. But I know you, you did. did. I know you did. It's okay. Well, you know, in moments like that, we got to look for that leader true, within. True, <laughs> because true. I'll tell you, you got to find something to unleash in your life. And I've got Loretta Love Huff joining me here today. I am so jazzed. I've been so looking forward to speaking with her. The dream leader for business. That's what she is about. And she's joining us here today. We've got so many things to give away. I want to make sure you have the toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number. Just call in. Benny knows exactly what to give you. You don't have to come on air, but if you have a question, give it to Benny. Loretta, thank you so much for joining us here today. I mean, these are some really interesting times, and I wanted to ask you about them because you cover a few things in the book that I just automatically uh, just zoomed in on. And thank you for signing the book. I love that. You're very welcome. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I said before the break has to do with the vision. And I wanted to ask you about that because I get a lot of emails, I get a lot of calls, and people are saying, you know, we love your show, keep doing it, we need the show more than ever. But you know what? I've lost my spunk. I've, mm. I've lost my dream. I think I may be losing my vision. Um, and I wanted to ask you, have times really tainted this notion of vision and dreams? Or... Is this a time that people will truly get to unleash their inner leader? Well, again, another excellent question. And before I dive into that, I actually want to say we have something else in common. I didn't realize it. My husband also has a motorcycle, and we're in a motorcycle club here that has been uh, petitioning to get one of the Buffalo soldiers, one of the Mm -hmm. African-American soldiers who helped settle the West, Uh moved from a cemetery here in Phoenix to Arlington National Cemetery because he was a... Congressional Medal of Honor winner, and he was buried in an unceremonious kind of grave site. So that's one of our public service projects we've been working on. So. And, you know, honestly, you know, just to hear that, I think to myself, what were we thinking? Mm. What the <laughs> heck? What the? Where? Come on! Right, well... Yeah, okay. Let's not go there. <laughs> we won't go there. You know what? You and I, we can do a whole other show on that. But, you know, vroom, vroom. And, you know, I've been riding since I was very young. My dad used to build bikes in our in our living room. Wow. Um, so maybe we can go riding someday. Well, I don't ride. I sit on the back of his. Oh, okay. He keeps saying, why don't you get a bike and take some lessons? Like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm, I can almost see myself holding the handlebars and running it, but right now I'm just... Happy to be sitting on the back with him. <laughs> Honestly, you're actually holding the handlebars of something mm-hmm. something much more powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's the work that you're doing. Um, I mean, come on. Anybody can ride a bike. But to get out in the world and to do what you do and to help people actually see their inner leaders and then do something about it, that's truly a gift. And I believe it's so needed today. There are people right now that are listening to show or listen to it. They'll listen to it, download it, podcast it, and all of the various ways. And they're thinking, man, I just lost my job. And here, here she goes again, that Dr. Pat talking about the leader thing. This is really a time of opportunity, isn't it? But we got some bumps we've got to get past. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, what's happening in the economy and globally and with the political strife that's all around the world, it's pretty depressing. 
And if we uh, let that get to us completely and kind of buy into the whole ain't it awful, um, it's going to just get worse. I was listening to someone the other day who validated something that I heard when I was in graduate school from my economics professor, in that the economy is really a psychological phenomenon. So if we think that we're going to go into a recession, people's behavior changes, and they stop spending money, and then we go into a recession. And then when they start to think that, oh, I think it's going to improve, they start to loosen up on the purse strings, and they start spending money again, and, um, and so things free up. And that actually underscores one of the basic uh, premises that I use when I'm working with people, and so hopefully this will be helpful with you in your situation. So I use what I call the BAR theory, which is, uh, it's got nothing to do with drinks or, you know, beer or wine or anything like that, but it's that our beliefs shape our actions, and those actions drive our results. So if you can imagine driving down a major thoroughfare wherever you are in the country, and mm-hmm. you're less than a quarter of a block away from the traffic light, and your belief set is, woohoo, life is great, all is well, I get lucky breaks, things go well for me, you're going to look at that traffic light if it's green, and what are you likely to say to yourself? Go. Go, exactly. That's Go. what I say, right? So that's Put the pedal think. to the metal, sister. <laughs> exactly. So that's the behavior that you do. So you think, I can make that. You put your foot on the gas pedal. You watch the flashing pedestrian sign. If it's flashing, you check the cars around the intersection, and you go for it. But imagine if there's a person in the car next to you who's thinking, oh, God, I never get any lucky breaks. I shouldn't have gotten out of bed today. You know, I, life is all messed up. And they're going to look at that same green light. What are they likely to say? They're likely not to move. Right. They're likely to say it's going to change. Yeah. You know, I know what it always does, always will. So they take their foot off the gas pedal. Maybe they even apply the brake. And by the time each of you get to the intersection, it's very likely that what you thought shaped what you did and your actions determined whether or not you got through that intersection. And that dynamic happens over and over and over in our lives in ways that we never notice because our beliefs are so much in the background, we can't even see them most of the time. So... What I do is help people take those beliefs that they have about themselves that are working for them. Things like, I'm really great with people, or I'm good with numbers, or I'm really organized, or, you know, I'm articulate, whatever it is, and leverage those so they can accomplish even more. And to also take those beliefs that we have, because we all have some version of, I'm not good enough. Right. Totally. Don't you think? Right. We all do, right? So it might be, I'm not good with people, I'm not really well organized. And even if you've got evidence, you think, to validate that belief, it's just a belief. And it can change. And so I help people dispel those beliefs that are getting in their way, that keep them fearful, procrastinating, not taking action on the things that they really want to do. So that, because one of my fundamental beliefs is that we all have more options than we generally see and more control than we tend to take. So when we're operating from a set of beliefs, like I was talking about the economy, like, oh, my God, I think it's going to be a recession and we stop spending money, um, you know, we get the results of, somebody who's, you know, conserving and not spending money. Uh, And if we take on beliefs that are more free and empowering, we will discover options that are there in front of us, perhaps invisible to us, and take action on them and take control where we either abdicated it or maybe never even taken it to begin with. You know, you know, this is a conversation that I, I believe so many people really, really, uh, you know, when we when we listen to it, it really gives us a sense of hope, but what I call hope in action. And, you know, part of the conversation really is to look at what our strengths are, what our fears are. And this is what you also address as well. I, I mean, you know, there are leaders today in the world 
And sometimes we shake our heads, just like I kind of did before when you were sharing that story. It's like, what are they thinking? I mean, and there are a lot of folks right now, Loretta, that are saying, what are they thinking? Mm -hmm. And it's almost as if there is the mass of millions of people that see a different view, but then there are people that are leading that don't. What What is the gap about, and how does a leader regardless of what business you're in, whether it's business politics or you're leader of your Girl Scout troop, how does the leader measure the gap and then close it? Mm, great. Well, here, let me talk about that because that's, that's a great question. So, uh, so there are four steps to really having something be dramatically different. So whether it's uh, you know, something that you want to uh, accomplish in your life or if it's a vision for your company or for your community or the world. So there are four steps. The first step is articulating what that end goal is. So allowing yourself to dream about what the future is in the ideal state. And I'm, I'm not talking, you know, I th- I t- as I say all this, I think people are thinking, oh, my God, she's a Pollyanna kind of person. And I'm not saying that. But the one thing that is really that really distinguishes leaders is that they do see a future that's, a, at least in their mind, a bright future. And they're able to communicate that in a way that other people say, oh, yeah, I can see that now. And, you know, for Oftentimes, leaders are kind of renegades, like they see things that the rest of the population just doesn't see. But I think it all starts with understanding for yourself, and this is about unleashing your own inner leader, what change is it that you want to have in the world? So what, how are you uniquely positioned, given the life that you've led up till today, how are you uniquely positioned to make your contribution? Because my vision is that Every person recognizes the unique gifts that they've brought to this planet and that they're expressing those gifts in pursuit of their own highest personal destiny and that the organizations that they work for, whether it's their own company, especially if it's their own company, or they're working for somebody else, that organizations honor the gifts of the employees and uh, empower them in pursuit of the organization's business goals. So all the work that I do is about people being fully self-expressed, empowered, freed up, and accomplishing things, and workplaces being productive, enlivening, empowering places that are making money or whatever they're in business for. You know, and, and this is something we're going to talk more about. I want to make sure everybody knows, I've, you know, I've been so looking forward to this. Loretta Love Huff joining me here today, the dream leader for business. We are giving away copies of her book and MP3s. We're going to continue to do this into next week as well. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, leadership without limits. But we're also going to be talking about how do you influence? What is the power of influence? How do you go about it and do it? Is this a lost art? And what's the difference between influence and manipulation? I've been waiting to ask her this question. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. An only child alone and wild, a cabinet maker's son. Integrative Practitioners. Are you looking to improve your holistic approach to wellness? Develop the health coaching skills your clients need. The Center for Integrative Health has made earning your health coaching certificate accessible and in a format designed with you in mind. Completely online, the one-course-a-month format allows you to focus on both your clients and your education. You can complete the certificate in as little as eight months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. 
Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University System Center for Integrative Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org or call 800-NAT-UNIV to learn more. That number again is 800-NAT-UNIV. Bella Genza, extraordinary hair care, provides professional results naturally. Bella Genza is proud to be the first and original in this category. A line of products that's human-friendly and performs beyond professional standards. Safe, food-grade products that exceed expectations, give great results, and have your well-being in mind. Until now, natural products and salons meant underperformance or at best, a trade-off between being good for the environment but giving less than ideal results. Bella Genza's products are good for you and the environment. Bella Genza's 8-ounce bottle of incredible shampoo is equivalent to a 20-ounce bottle of professional shampoo because Bella Genza starts with a base of aloe rather than water. Visit bellagenza.com. That's B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at dawnsvision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Hey guys, I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. Quiet man of music denied a simple fate. He tried to be a soldier. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And as I mentioned earlier, um, you're welcome to give us a call anytime throughout today's show. We're giving away copies of books. We're giving information or downloads, MP3s. Benny is right here to get that information. I'm just going to tell you that the toll-free number is open throughout the show. Have fun. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Joining me today, Loretta Love Huff, as I said before, the dream leader of business. She's also an extraordinary speaker. You know, she has someone that uh, people look, look at and say, we've got to have her at our conference. She's actually going to be at the Awakening Conference May 14th through 17th. And, uh, you know, and part of that is getting to be in front of someone, someone, someone such as Loretta. And, and being there one-on-one and asking the questions that you truly want to ask. 
and getting information, getting tips, getting tools so that we know that we truly have within inside of us what we need to live the lives we want. Leadership without limits, inspiring the best in yourself, your people, and your organization. That's the book I have right here in front of me. And then there is another book which I really like, Six Keys for Dissolving Disputes. When off with their heads won't work. (laughs) How many times have you said that? Oh, (laughs) man. Oh, and banging on the table and the whole deal. Mm -hmm. You know, and here you and I uh, are, Loretta, we're we're talking about the, the inner leader. And, you know, some of the questions that come to mind are certainly about, uh, you know, why people look towards others as leaders. You know, how we immediately will step into line if a certain person says to do something or asks us to participate. And then there are others that are in, quote, leadership roles that you couldn't pay people to follow (laughs) them, Mm -hmm. but they're there. So what is it that will either make us or help us bring that inner leader out in a way that is contributing to society? And what are some of the things that get in our way? Well, um, I I want actually people to be thinking about that. Certainly I have an opinion about it, but those are great questions for the listeners to be thinking about as well. So if they were to look in their own lives at people that they have followed and people that they were resentful of following, you know, what were some of those differences? So I'll talk about a few things, but I, I, I believe that people have some insight into this um, already. But I think one of them, one of the things that has us be willing to follow someone is that we trust them. So we're able, they're able, or if you're the leader, you're able to create an environment where people uh, trust you. And there are a number of different factors that go into that. Boy, that's a big one right yeah, now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's that huge. Half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, being uh, uh, an authentic communicator creates trust. Um, being reliable and predictable creates trust. Providing support for the people around you uh, creates trust. And if you think about it, when you're in an environment where you, there is trust, um, people feel safe, and they're willing to take more chances. They're willing to innovate and be creative. They'll take ownership for things. They'll make things happen. And when trust is missing... They'll uh, lay low and just kind of do the minimum and never raise their head above the sand because they don't want to get in trouble. I was remembering um, one of the uh, companies that I worked for. I worked at a number of uh, multinational companies, and I was working for one of them. And my boss at the time was the VP of administration. And um, he thought of himself as a leader, but we only followed him because we had to. And I remember sitting around at a staff meeting one day, and there were probably 10 or 12 people in the room all who reported to him. And I was one of the senior people who reported to him. So there were several of us, some of the you know, senior people and some of the uh, support staff, and we were talking about um, a bonus program, and I made a suggestion about how we should communicate it differently this year so that people understood it and what I thought was going to do is you know, minimize the questions that we would get about how they calculate this bonus I just got. And um, so I, I made my proposal, and he looked at me and he said, it, with real kind of disdain, you just don't know how we do things around here. We don't do that. <laughs> and then to my, uh, uh, fortunately, one of my other colleagues thought it was a good idea and, you know, stepped up and said, you know, something to validate that, and I think we could, and here's why I think it would be useful, and he cut her down. And then he turned to the rest of everybody and said, well, who else had a suggestion? 
And I sat there silently and thought, you just cut off the heads of your two top lieutenants. Exactly. <laughs> Why do you think anybody is going to bring you any more ideas, uh, you know, given how you've just treated us? So there was not trust in that environment, and it was I only stayed there for about a year. It was The whole uh, company actually was, was pretty much run that way. You know, now you're talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart, and I wanted to address this issue, uh, and 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 I'm so thrilled you're you're here to talk about this with me. Um, many people have heard the t- the term downsizing, and you know for sure, uh, my listeners have heard me talk about my own personal experience in 1992, um, and actually being a leader in the organization and having to implement a, a downsizing policy that was awful, and I couldn't and. Since those days, and I will say those days, because I think we started to really look at, quote, downsizing around 90 and 92, and then it became sort of a policy for the way we do things. Many Mm -hmm. people call it the repeal of the psychological contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, I work hard for you, and you reward me in the end. And those days are gone. And I wanted to ask you if whether or not you believe they are gone, do you really believe as some of the theorists would say, that people are willing to work without some kind of gain, and are they willing to work long-term without knowing that someone is there looking out for them in some way? Well, again, you asked some really great questions. Um, And I've spent a number of years in the Silicon Valley and went through several layoffs as an HR executive and sat in on a number of meetings with employees and cried along with them. Mm. So I think part of the uh, issue, if companies are having to go through that, is to be human when you're doing the process, to explain to people why are we making this business decision and treat them as human beings, not as this cognitive wheel that you just can't afford anymore. So the more you can, again, honor uh, the gifts of those people and um the vision of the organization and whether or not there's a match and just treating people well will help that whole process um, go more smoothly because I I don't know that we've seen the end of the layoffs. I think that's going to continue for a while. But I think it's critical uh, for leaders to set the tone, to be available, to communicate and be open and honest about what's happening and why, um, and it'll create more goodwill. Um, You know, and what you're saying is really sort of an adjustment to years and years and years that we've had to cultivate sort of that contract. And now there's a new one, which I think we're still trying to redefine. I wanted to ask you a a question uh, also related to this and related to, you know, to what you put in your book, leaders, uh, you you know, when you're talking about leadership without limits. Um, Many surveys have been taken. Certainly there was a recent Gallup poll taken. You know, my research focuses on obligations and what people think organizations and managers and leaders are obligated to provide. Uh And consistently across the board, whether it's a a small sample of people that I talk with or, you know, whether it is the huge numbers of the Gallup poll, they say respect. Uh Respect. It comes up over and over and over again. And I wanted to ask you, Loretta, I mean, how do we define respect? What does it mean in today's workplace? Um, there are a number of ways that respect can get communicated. Okay. Uh, one of them is, if you're a leader, is trusting the people that you're leading enough to delegate meaningful work to them. One of my clients uh, is a partner at one of the big four accounting firms, 
and I had gotten some feedback from his staff in their annual, you know, upward survey that they didn't like working for him, and they didn't feel respected, and they didn't feel honored, and they, they pretty much felt like cogs in a wheel. And uh, over the nine months that we worked together, we worked on a few things. One was improving his listening skills, because he was really bright. Uh, but unlike me when I was a child, he would spew out his ideas really quickly. And so he wouldn't give them the opportunity to kind of solve the problem, and they felt like they were just executing his ideas and his orders. Um, he also didn't uh, communicate very well and wasn't particularly supportive of them. So, um, you know, we worked, as I said, on his, on his listening skills, but also on behaving differently in a way that allowed them to know that he respected them as a person. So he had a hard time delegating because he knew he was smarter than everybody. He thought he could do everything. Um, and, you know, I won't go into the whole details of mm-hmm. how we did this, but I got him to release his own beliefs about what this delegation process was, was going to be like, um, to identify who on his team he could delegate to, what he was needed from them that was currently missing that would help him feel more comfortable, and then work with them in partnership to develop them to get them to the skill level so that he felt good about it and they felt like they were learning and growing. Because employees and organizations, I find for the most part, really want to learn and grow. That is something that's very important to them. And the more a leader can help people express their gifts, continue to learn, become a better person, uh, they will appreciate that and they'll be more loyal. And I think to your, your point about you know the shift in uh, what's happened over the years, I think that the, the younger people who are coming into the workplace right now saw their parents get laid off after having worked there for decades and decades. Oh, my gosh. So their allegiance is a little bit different. They have a totally different value system because they saw their parents burn out and then leave with not much, um, you know, to say for it. So appealing to these young people is really important to um, validate them as a human being and get them involved and make sure that your organization is involved in the community and making a positive impact. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that will create loyalty in ways that... Wow. Boomers didn't really need. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Loretta Lovehuff joining me here today. Yeah. We have generations of folks that have that subconsciously imprinted in their minds. The question is, how do we get that inner leader? What would those inner leaders, what are they going to look like? When we come back, we'll be talking to Loretta Lovehuff about this and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Performance Velocity brings you the Breakthrough Human Performance Formula, ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. Do you have subluxation? Due to common lifestyle stressors such as poor posture, accidents, injuries, and moderate amounts of emotional stress, individuals may become subluxated. Subluxations can lead to headaches, arthritis, fatigue, and many other symptoms. For your free subluxation checkup, call Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center at 425-844-8000 or visit us online at vcwc.net. Are you ready for balance and wellness? 
Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. If your skin is showing effects from this winter's harsh conditions, you must experience Hypatia's new Profusion Skin Treatment by Esthera. Profusion combines gentle suction, programmed hydration, and light therapy in a unique delivery system to restore your youthful glow. Profusion, a soothing and relaxing skin treatment, will imbue your skin with rich humectants, moisture, and unique growth factors leaving your skin looking years younger. Treatments are available at Hypatia Clinic, renowned for their state-of-the-art medical cosmetic treatments. Financing with Same as Cash is available, and consultations are free. It's never too early or too late to start transforming the way you look and feel. For more information, visit hypatiaclinic.com. That's H-Y-P-A-T-I-A clinic.com. Or call 425-424-3416. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, you can go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, or you can go to drpatradio.com, drpatradio.com. Very special guest today, Loretta Love Huff, joining me here today. She has a website as well, and I would love to give that to you, www.emeraldharvest.com. Did I get that right, Loretta? That's exactly right. Okay. www.emeraldharvest.com. And one of the things that I would love people to know is that, you know, you are a speaker, you're an author, you're a coach. And I wanted to just take a minute to talk about Emerald Harvest Consulting and what you do. Uh, because you know, I looked at the, your tagline, so to speak, and it says your performance improvement partner. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about this, because I know that you coach people all over the country. Um, you have a thriving consulting business. There is much that you do. And I wanted to ask you two things. One, you know, how do you connect with people in, the capac- in this capacity? And what do you find is most important right now in the coaching process itself? What are people looking for? a lot of people are looking for getting through the obstacles that they have to reaching their goal. Mm-hmm. So they do have some kind of a dream. You know, I, I help people awaken dreams that are kind of sitting on the shelf, dusty, or have been forgotten about. 
Um, but I feel people are challenged with how they can do that while they're managing all the demands on their time mm-hmm. and with their customers who might be, you know, living in the um, belief that the economy is really bad and so therefore I'm not going to make any decisions, not going to buy anything right now. Thank you very much. So, um, so they're looking for ways that they can continue, you know, especially if they're a business owner, how they can market themselves in ways that feel authentic to them while still having meaningful enough conversations that people say, oh, I need what you have, uh, and yes, I will buy that from you. And if they're employees, I think they're, you know, peddling often, trying to keep their head above water and keep their job and hopefully not keeping their head down too low. But um, a lot of the people that I talk about who are in corporations have this dream about owning their own business and wanting to get out. So I think they're mm-hmm. <laughs> building up their retirement so that they can go and do what they really want. And there are some people who actually are doing for a living for a company exactly what they want to do, and they're fine, but they're still challenged because companies are, for the most part, um, you know, having to deal with an economy that has shrunk uh, dramatically in the last year. You know, I wanted to ask you a question along these lines as well, because of the business that you're in and the work that you do. Uh, I've always been confused. And, you know, I went through a doctoral program confused about this issue (laughs) and it showed up in my grades. Um, But one of the things that I've been confused about is this idea, especially around leadership. And maybe you can help me understand this, that. You know, here we are trying to build a a workforce of committed and loyal people. And you and I talked about the importance of trust right now. Mm -hmm. And yet, at the same time, we have this dynamic going on where employees don't believe they can trust. They can't trust that they'll have their jobs tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They not they, they can't trust that what their boss is telling them is true. Managers are managers in the middle, or rather managers in the muddle, mm-hmm. uh, are being pushed, you, you know, pulled on from the bottom mm-hmm. and then punched on from the top. And this is the way some of them have described it to me. And And yet at the same time, we're here to say that customer service is more important now than it's ever been. Absolutely. How do we make sense of this if employee satisfaction is important, and maybe it's not, and customer service is what's going to set companies apart? I mean, I just talked to Comcast yesterday, and, you know, they have a platform of customer service that you cannot beat. These people will show up that day to fix your TV. Mm. So how do we make sense of this from a leadership and a business point of view? If you had... Loretta had a magic wand right now. What would you use it for? How would you address this uh, dilemma that it maybe is just in my mind? Uh, no, it's not just in your mind. And as you were talking, I thought about a quote that I'd heard from John, John Maxwell. And uh, he said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think that applies both to uh, leaders or managers in the workplace for their employees but also salespeople and business owners for their customers. So if it occurs to people that you don't care about them as a human being, they're going to be less inclined to either follow you happily or uh, buy your service or product. So I think the thing that's really critical is communicating that you really do care. In spite of all of the angst that's going on in the economy and in the political marketplace, um, communicating that you care. So when this partner at the public accounting firm 
started demonstrating that he really did care by listening to people, by asking their opinion, by delegating things and helping them grow, their perspective on him changed dramatically. So that's one of the keys. And if you're a salesperson or a business owner and you're trying to figure out how am I going to keep my head above water, if you take the time to understand your customers and not try to force what you've got on them, but understand what their needs are, what their concerns are, and if there is a good match between what they need and what you have, um, connecting their needs with what you have to offer will make them feel better about the buying process rather than having you just come in and beat them down about why they should buy mm-hmm. what you've got. Mm. Wow. Uh, you know, I could go on for a really long time speaking with you, and it's been a great conversation. I wanted to ask you, Loretta, uh, I mean, here you are, you work and you coach people, you're passionate about bringing or unleashing that leader within. And I wanted to ask you if there was a vision you had for leadership in general, whether it be world leaders, corporate leaders, or the leader within, if there was a vision that you could articulate today, what would that be? Well, it would be pretty much the vision that I have, that people honor the gifts that everybody's bringing, that we treat each other like special, unique, valuable human beings who have something to contribute, even if their perspective is really different than us. I wrote an article in my newsletter and on my blog a couple of days ago, and it was called um, Communicating with Those Idiots. Because oftentimes we're judgmental, and we don't listen for whatever piece of gold might be in what the other person is trying to communicate. So I think it's, uh, there's another quote, and I forget who said this, but uh, namaste, I think it's what, what the word namaste means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honor the light in you. So that would be my message. If we could just honor the light in every person that we come in touch with, and even people that we don't come in touch with, honor the light in every human being, every actually living creature, if we could honor the light in them, I think that would transform the world. Wow. What a great way to end the show. Thank you, Loretta, for joining us here today. Please give out your website one more time. It's uh, www.emeraldharvest.com, like the gemstone and the fall event, emeraldharvest.com. And it's been a real pleasure talking with you. It's been wonderful talking with you. And the way that I want to end the show to you, Loretta, and everybody out there is very simply your own words, namaste. Mm, Namaste. Thank you all for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, Wow. Uh, Great conversations. I learn something every day. And I want to honor each and every one of you out there today. So namaste to all of you. Until tomorrow, remember, you do have the power within to be the leader in the world that you want to be. Spread that power and joy around. Help others realize that they truly are magnificent as well. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow. Have a great day.